Welcome to the inaugural episode of Linux in the Shell. My name is Dan Washko and I will be your host. You might be asking yourself, why is this on Hacker Public Radio? I'll get to that in just a minute. Linux in the Shell aims to be a fortnightly engagement whereby we discuss a Linux command or concept applied in the Bash shell. I'm going to take a three-prong approach to doing this. First off, there is going to be a write-up on the website, linuxintheshell.org. That entry is going to discuss the command or concept in detail, and it's going to provide some examples. I'll be citing my resources and other links that you could follow to get some more information beyond what I cover. Secondly, there's going to be this audio that's released on Hacker Public Radio. That's going to summarize the command and not go into detail so much as the examples because nothing makes for drab audio than trying to spell out Linux commands and, and flags and everything. So the audio is going to supplement the entry so that if you've read the entry, the audio will help solidify it in your mind. Or if you've listened to the audio, you'll be uh, go over to the website and further understand the commands or concepts that I was talking about. Finally, there's a video component to each engagement, each entry, whereby I will be demonstrating the use of the command or the concepts in the Bash shell. That video is going to make available for streaming off of YouTube. It'll be on the website, or, but I'm also going to make it available for download in Augtheora format off of archive.org. That gives you three ways to learn. Reading, listening, and watching. So let's have some fun. But before we begin, I want to thank the guys over at Hacker Public Radio, the people over there, for giving me the opportunity to put this audio out, but also for hosting the website. When I approached Ken Fallon about this idea, he was very enthusiastic, as always, and he was more than willing to work with me. The episodes will be coming out on a fortnightly basis. That's every two weeks or bi-weekly for you non-Europeans out there. We're starting on February 16th, on Thursday, February 16th, and we'll be doing releasing episodes every two weeks up until March 22nd. Then, starting March 27th, we'll be moving to our usual time slot on a Tuesday, and it will be every other Tuesday from there. I hope we have a lot of fun in doing this. I'm excited. I hope you are, too. If you want to send feedback... Over on the website, there's a contact page. You can send me my email information's in there, dan at the linuxlink.net. You can post comments in the entries. I'll be uh, allowing um, comments on the YouTube videos. I will also be publicizing this on Facebook, Twitter, Google+. Uh, you can post comments and feedback there. I don't know about status.net yet. The last time I tried to get in there, it would not let me in. So that's uh, it's still up in the air for that. But again, I hope you enjoy the ride. And without further ado, let's hit on entry number zero. Entry number zero, we are going to talk about redirection today. Not an official Linux command, but a concept. I chose this because we are going to be using this a lot in the upcoming episodes, so I wanted to make sure that you had a good understanding of redirection. The Unix philosophy posits simplicity in program design, and it also posits that a program do one thing and one thing very well. And that's where redirection comes into play that makes these applications and programs so versatile. You don't have an application that does it all. Instead, you have a bunch of smaller applications that do one thing, do it well, and allow you to chain these commands together 
and redirect their output to do something extremely useful. For instance, the ls command does a great job listing files or directories, but it doesn't really do much anything else. You can list them in different orders, by size, by creation time, you can do all sorts of listings, but it's not used to copy files or move files or look in files for strings. You can use the ls command in conjunction with other commands like xargs or wc to get word lists and do really interesting things, but the ls command does one thing and does it well, lists files and directories. Redirection takes what you can do with the command and allows you to expand upon just the basic outputting of the command to the screen. What we will be redirecting in many of these cases is standard streams. There are three standard streams we're going to be talking about or redirecting. First is standard stream zero, which is called standard input, typically your mouse or keyboard. Second is standard stream one, which is standard output, typically your screen or maybe a printer. And third is standard error or standard stream two. And that is error codes being displayed by programs. They usually get sent to the same location as standard out, which is your screen. There are three symbols that we are going to be using for redirection in the bash shell. The first is the greater than symbol. The greater than symbol found right above the period, which is like a V on its side pointing to the right and opening to the left, allows you to redirect standard out to a file. The second symbol is the less than symbol, which is above the comma, and it points to the left and opens to the right. That allows you to redirect standard in from a file to a command. And third, we will be using the pipe key, which is found usually above the backslash or maybe somewhere else. I've seen it above the enter key and I've seen it above uh, in the upper left-hand corner of the keyboard or usually around the one key. It looks like a straight line on some keyboards or it might look like a colon, but instead of periods, there are two vertical lines bisected by just an empty space. It's a pipe key. That allows you to redirect the output of one command to another. The greater than symbol for redirecting standard out. Let's say that you wanted to create a file in your home directory that was a listing of all the other files in your home directory. That's very simple to do. You use the ls command and if you just type in ls and hit enter it'll show it on the screen. But if you type ls the space greater than symbol and the file name it will redirect all the output of ls to the file name. Now let's say we wanted to instead of just redirecting all the files in our home directory, we only wanted to find JPEG files that are in our home directory. We do ls uh, asterisk.jpg and the greater than symbol to the file name. Now, if we were using the same file name that we used before, be aware that a single greater than symbol is an overwrite. It's destructive. So if anything existed in that file, it would overwrite the contents of that file and replace it with the output of the ls command. Let's say you wanted to preserve the contents of a file if they existed, and instead of 
overwriting you want to append to. Well, that's simple. Just use two greater than symbols. Two greater than symbols will append. Now, in either case, if the file does not exist that you're redirecting the output to, it will create it. But remember, one greater than symbol will overwrite the, lo with the, the location with the data. Two greater than symbols will append the data to that location. When you are running a command, be aware that there are two potential standard output streams. One is standard out, of course, and that's number one. And two, which is number two, is standard error. So if you run a command and it throws an error, you are trying to grep for a string inside a log file that you don't have permissions to read, you will get an error message on the screen that says you don't have permission to read that file. That's standard error. Now, if you were to run a command and output the contents to a file, you would get the output of the command going to a file, but standard error would still show up on your screen. That would not be re redirected. By default, unless you're specifying a standard stream number, one or two, it's going to only redirect standard out, and you will still see standard error on the screen. Now, if you wanted to redirect both standard out and standard error into a file, you would use the ampersand. So you would have the command followed by a space, ampersand, greater than symbol, and then the file that you wanted to redirect the output and the standard error to. Now, if you wanted to just redirect standard error, replace the ampersand with the two. So it would be the command, space, two, greater than symbol, and location you want to go to. That's very handy that if you only wanted to see the output of a command, like say for instance you were grepping through those log files but you only wanted to see the output of the commands that you had access to those files too that you had permissions to read, you can redirect standard error to something like dev null which would throw it to the bit bucket in sky. You would not see standard error. Or in this case, let's say you wanted to output the command into a file but you did not want to see or uh, redirect standard error. You can provide two redirections. One, you would do the command space greater than symbol to a file and then space two greater than symbol slash something like dev null. So now standard out would go to the file of your choice and standard error would go to dev null. The other symbol for redirection of a file redirecting standard in from a file to a command that is using the less than symbol again that is the less than symbol where the opening is to the right and it's pointing to the left that will allow you to take a file and use it as the input to a command now not every command will accept a file as an input so um, just be aware of that i have seen the greatest use i've seen of this and one of the most interesting uses i've seen of redirecting to and from a, a file is the use of the cat command as a quick and dirty text writer. Not necessarily a text editor, but a text writer. And I've seen this used a lot in Linux from scratch. You, The cat command will take whatever you're catting and output it to the screen, or you could redirect that to a file. So what you're going to do is you're going to take the output of the cat command and direct it into a file. But instead of just executing it like that, you're then going to append an input append so that would be two less than symbols append the input of standard in which would be your keyboard until you get until you type a string like eof so it would be cat 
space greater than symbol to a file space less than less than symbol double quotes capital EOF double quotes closing them and when you hit enter anything you type in will get sent to that file until you type the string EOF at which point it'll close the command line close the cat close the file that was being written into and everything you put in there you typed would appear in that file now this is a quick and dirty way for creating the necessary configuration files in Linux from scratch when you don't have access to a text editor because you're building Linux from scratch the final symbol we're going to talk about is the pipe and the pipe allows you to redirect the output of one command to another this is extremely versatile in chaining together a bunch of these commands to do something incredibly useful for instance let's say you wanted to do a directory listing of all your files and with the dash L and dash T dash L does a long listing so you see the permissions when it was created the file size everything the dash T orders it from the most recently modified or created file down to the last modified and created file so when you run this if you have a lot of files on your screen it's gonna scroll off you're not gonna see the first dozen or so entries in most cases if you have a lot of files in your home directory or the directory you're listing so what you can do is you can use that command you can pipe it by putting the pipe in to another command like less so now you would do ls-lt space pipe space less and now all the output of ls will go into the less pager allowing you to scroll up and down and view the output of the command until you know you're done looking at it hit Q to quit out of there another example we do the same thing but instead of piping it to less you pipe it to head let's say you only wanted to see the first 10 so you just pipe it right to head it would show the first 10 lines of the LS command head dash 20 will show you the first 20 uh, similarly you could just type tail uh, instead of head and it'll show you the last couple of lines uh, that's what pipe allows you to do is pass the output of one command to the input of another so we talked about three different redirection tools that we'll be using the greater than for redirecting standard out and standard error to a file the less than symbol for redirecting standard in from a file to a command and finally the pipe which allows you to redirect the output of a command to another command in two weeks we are going to start our adventures with a actual Linux command that I hope you'll find very useful and very uh, exciting I hope that you will be back and spread the love here again my name is Dan uh, hit the website if you haven't already to read up on redirection and see the videos there thank you very much and have a great day you have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org we are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday Monday through Friday Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, 
Today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.